Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin, part two with Liliana Velasquez. The other thing is I haven't needed to use dating apps that much recently. That's good. I know. It's ins- like there is, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's... Uh, Which ones are you on? That I'm, you only, use? I'm only on one. I'm Which only one? on Hinge. Oh, I'm on that one now. Yeah. I, did, I, I did saw feel. you. You liked me. I, I know. <laughs> bitch did not like me back. <laughs> I was like... Oh, uh, You're like, awkward moment. I was like, oh, oh Liliana. And then I was like... Let's see who else is on here. <laughs> she fucking exed me. I did not. I did not. No, you're still in my like list. I, uh, I'll I start messaging you. <laughs> I also it's told- your turn to respond. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it oh, too. I'm like, I already responded. I um, I also saw Shahak on Hinge and I was like, uh, <laughs> I took half of those photos. Great, great profile. <laughs> That's awesome. And did he respond? No. No. <laughs> Which I thought was great. But I like, I like Hinge, but I use, like I access it very seldom I just I, I swipe no on most people oh totally I go through like to the point where it has I to like no reload on anybody below 35 and anybody below 40 really I question mm. I just love people in their 40s I find like men mm. women they're just a bit, of, a bit more like they're interesting right they're just more comfortable yeah but you know the last person that ghosted me was in his 50s so I guess they're not that comfortable <sighs> 50s man can you believe that a man in his 50s ghosted, ghosted me you and then he said I was obsessed with him and I think I am because you fucking ghosted me you piece of shit <laughs> the reverse psychology is insane yeah. right if yeah. someone it's like there's one guy that I'm seeing that I'm uh, seeing I don't know yeah I'm seeing I guess um, are you looking at him <laughs> I'm looking at him I'm looking at him from so this time one to guy time. I'm looking at regularly regularly <laughs> I'm not that regularly but um but he's like of all the people I don't know like people say that if you go for bad boys you have daddy issues and I'm like you know what no I think I go for bad boys because I'm a bad boy. Like, I need someone who's going to, like, match me. Like, who I'm not going to feel apologetic think, about th- my behaviors, too. I think we go for bad boys or bad women or whatever because we like the adrenaline rush. And we confuse that mm-hmm. for chemistry versus, I, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, those tingles you're feeling. It's just like, you're like, oh, God, he's so dangerous. Oh. <laughs> and I, but, I, I, okay, I guess let's let's break down what the what the bad boy is because there's treating you badly. What is a bad boy? That's a great <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> a little jingle. Ouch. A new segment at adults only. What is a bad boy? <laughs> um, I think that for me, a bad boy is not someone who treats me badly. Mm. Not that. Not mm. that. I'm not interested in anyone who like I don't have time for. Uh, no. no. Or anyone who yeah. But it's more someone who um I who's more sort of spontaneous. Maybe I like, you know, someone who probably does things that, you know, maybe does drugs occasionally ha- is very, very, you know, social. To me, a bad boy, girl, person, mm-hmm. gender nonspecific badness mm-hmm. would be anyone who really doesn't have an intention to move forward with you and is misleading. Mm. That's a good definition. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think. um well, the thing is, I you don't because know misleading that misleading sucks. To be misled yeah. sucks. To be told like you're the only one, you're the queen, you're the, I love you, Ooh. and then you turn around and you go somewhere and they're like telling the same thing to somebody else. Yeah, no, that. And like, and and I get poly people, whatever you can deal with that. I cannot. No, I cannot. And and so when you lead me on like that, and then I realize that it was just like part of your shtick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a player, right? That's a bad. 
bad boy. Mm-hmm. A bad person, yeah. I suppose bad boys for me are just like the guys that are doing, do a bit crazy, you know, a bit crazy. Oh, I think those are fuck boys that you mean, like player. Mm, okay, yeah, okay. So if leading you on uh, with no intention of, yeah, um, starting Yeah, like people are like, I'm going to give you a baby. And then you're like, you don't even want to date me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I call those, like, like distraction boys. Like, they're just like, okay, like, I don't know. I, I can read those pretty quickly. Like, I, they're, they're, that's, but I suppose bad boy is more like a guy that's, you know, not, is not, has got no settling down in sight and who's very, um, who's really just, like, living his own life and uh, having fun. And I suppose for me, it's like, I, I can't, uh, be sure of anything really not necessarily no intention of anything happening but like I'm yeah, at well, the that's point pretty where much I, everyone in Berlin because this can't is Peter Pan it. land it is they're Peter like Pan I'm land. fine here but I feel like I might also be Peter Pan at the moment for other people <laughs> like I I am Peter Pan right now like people it's like hey if you want to catch up after 11 p.m. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm only available after shows. This is so true, though. And our schedule is shit. Our schedule is it's crazy. Shit. It's like, seriously. And, then, and, I don't, of- and then I don't want to meet people after a show because I've already had a few drinks. And I'm like, oh, God. I don't want to talk to you. I oh, know I'm always I'm I'm usually down to meet someone, but I don't want people coming to my shows. That's something that I'm not. When they're like, "How about I come to your show?" I'm like, "I like Whoa. it." I'm like, "You know what? If you're even interested in dating me, you might as well come to my show. Let's get this out of the way now." I think like I'm gonna talk about you, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna make it obvious it's you, but you're gonna know it's you, and your mm-hmm. friends are gonna know it's you, mm-hmm. and you're gonna hate me for it. Mm-hmm. So don't fucking date me. Okay. Or if you do, <laughs> don't be an asshole. I guess most of the guys that I have been seeing have seen my comedy somehow, mm-hmm. uh, somehow or other. But um, like being like, oh, let's catch up. Oh, maybe I'll just come to your show. I'm like, oh, what if someone else comes as well? And then it's like, you know, like wow. what if there's yeah. a crossover or what? It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. I've had some interesting. That's when you got to dance, dance, dance. You're like, I'm too busy. I got to go over here. Oh my yeah. God, the bar's calling me. I've got to get down the money. <laughs> Exit through the like back door. <laughs> yeah, right. Never look back. Never. <laughs> just roll. <laughs> Oh, to the next show <laughs> move and to again. another country what happened there were four lovers in the last audience oh, I gotta dude. go <laughs> yeah and then at one point there was like the bartender as well and it was like fuck like uh. Anna you need to move into different locations I am starting two new shows at two different venues which is good <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, um, but I did, I've had some interesting interactions. You must have had this a lot with fans, um, because I've had two things happen in the last couple of months where, uh, I had a guy in the audience, his girlfriend was like, I was like, Oh, is this your boyfriend? She's like, yeah, this is my boyfriend. He asked you out, uh, one time. (laughs) And I said, no. And you just told him to come to one of your shows. But I'm really glad you did that because now we're dating and we love your comedy and we come to all of your shows, but you still don't remember us. (laughs) That's awesome. And I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. Like, Like, I'm not really that sorry. Congratulations. (laughs) If you get married, I want to be the flower bearer. Right. Just call her Adam um, if you have a baby. Um, But then (laughs) I don't care if it's a boy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm modern. There's a guy guy from Melbourne, actually, who's here. His name is Anno. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's literally like the male version of my name. That's that is. What... It's also just asshole in Spanish. Exactly. That's one of his bits, which is. Is cute. it really one of his bits, or did he learn that by everybody that's Latino telling him that? That. And then, <laughs> like, so it's one of his bits, and then he's got like some. Extension it's a line he has. He's, it's he's... a line. It's got an extension that makes it a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Stop listening. Yeah, 
He's sweet. Um, but uh, then I had another situation. So the, the heartbreak that I had at the start of the year, this guy still is kind of in contact with me. I'm still kind of in contact with him. And I did my solo show, like uh, just one, like just the Sunday, like let's let's give the solo thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, and there was a woman I was doing, you know, I do lots of crowd work. And, uh, and it got to the point where I was talking about sex and I randomly asked this one girl, I'm like, oh, so do you have like filthy sex with your partner? You know, you've been with your partner now. You said how long? She was like, oh, like six months. And I was like, so is it is it nasty and she was like not really i was like really do you think it's gonna be nasty she was like i don't know and then i was like okay well when was the last time you fucked she was like mm, sunday i was like oh sunday what the fuck like it's no sunday uh, like, it's like sunday. last it's week like seven days ago yeah <laughs> and i was like and she was like oh yeah well he went to scotland and I was like, she's like i think you know my boyfriend and i was like uh-oh. uh oh <laughs> <Uh-oh. Uh-oh. laughs> and i was like really like uh no nah. and then i was like scotland she was like yeah he's and i was like oh my god you're his girlfriend oh my god okay like that's funny because i would just told this joke about wanting to watch a french man die but don't worry like i i never and then i was like oh but i did like i realized ah! that I, in the moment i it, didn't i did i did fuck your boyfriend so i know why it's not dirty <laughs> and that's why i only fucked him once <laughs> He'd friend zone me, you know what I mean, after the, he's the one, but it was just like this whole onstage yeah. thing of like, and for me to have done, all yeah. the people to have I haven't done crowd- dated that many people in Germany because I was in two long-term relationships, yeah. and then so and then it was a pandemic, mm. I had the fuckboy situation, which mm-hmm. I blew up and burned that bridge for everyone <laughs> because I was like, fuck you, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a lot of respect for my ex, so there was something, a crossover there that I had to be the one that like blew the top on that, mm, Yeah, and then, um, and then the beautiful German that I had a, a great inter I thought was a great interaction with, but mm-hmm. he did ghost me twice, mm-hmm. like we were talking earlier. Always on right before my birthday. It's so. such a cunt move. It is a cunt move. It's like yeah. a cheap motherfucking cunt move, too. It's, it's like a, yeah, you're a cheap motherfucker. You are a cheap, fake, rich person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, people are in debt. <laughs> they may pretend they're wealthy, but they're in debt. Oh, dude, most people who are rich are in a fuck ton of debt. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so you haven't had that. Yeah, but but we didn't have sex. We had a, a sexual relationship, but we didn't have intercourse. And I loved it. Mm. I, I fucking loved it. It was perfect for mm. me, but apparently not for them. Um, so you haven't had that many situations where you've had people that you've. Uh, yeah, people no, that are connected to your sexual life in the audience. Who, no, I had that know. happen in New York a lot, which is also mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I was like so grateful that my dead ex mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> brought me to Germany. <laughs> no way, because it was like enough with I was your like, past. Oh my god, I have slept with every comic, <laughs> <laughs> and you give me shit. For That's why friend. I give you shit because I learned my lesson. I've st- I stopped. I stopped sleeping with comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> my last thing was like 2019, and then I stopped. <laughs> there was a pandemic it had nothing and to do with it I stopped. <laughs> yeah no i'm like oh you're a comic mm. i you know i don't go near comics I, and but also because like now i'm in a position where i run shows so i just i don't want to be in that position where there's any kind of you know like i i never want to i never want people I to be like oh i was in a oh, position once where i was at a he's show fucking you for and a there spot. was three male comics that i pretty frequently had sex with in yeah. new york and i had to tell one of them i was like hey I know you want to date me. I just want to let you know that I fucked. <laughs> They're all here tonight. So shall we go back to your place? <laughs> oh my God, that's great. And they found it so honest. And we, yeah. you know. It's a gangbang. Yeah. No, no, I did not do that. <laughs> Those were all really big dicks. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, there's been, there's been 
shows in Berlin where there's been like four people in the crowd, uh, four people in the in the in the bar that, that are comedians that I have yeah 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 s- slept with yeah yeah. yeah. Four, yeah, four is like you know Why is usually a lot? yeah, four is a lot. I mean, it's not a place. lot, in, but in one place where in you're one, just like you're like being, like you're looking around the room, you're like, which Uh-oh. one of you knows me better? Uh oh, <laughs> they all think they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like none of you. It's a trick question. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a different personality for each of you. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, like uh, I mean, and I'm still pretty much. I have a, a huge love for my ex. That's. Mm-hmm. That's with us. <laughs> That's with us. Yes, yes. You're uh, like a huge love yes. and respect for him. Because you still, you still work with. We your still ex. work together. Yeah. And I mean, I really like. I wish our relationship had worked out in yeah. a different level, but there were just things that are uncontrollable. Yeah. And um, but we we are still pretty much a power couple in the dynamic of like yeah. creativity and mm-hmm. and shared lifestyle, and we still you know I wake up in the morning, I'm like, good morning, have a beautiful day, you know, and he'll message me that too, and. And it's that's incredible. But I tell people whenever they want to come to one of our shows that we do together, I'm like, hey, you know, I know you're trying to date me, but I just want to let you know, hands off. Like, there's no crossover here. Yeah. My ex and I are not together, but I love and respect him too much to have an uncomfortable feeling for him. Yeah. And I hope he does the same thing, because if I see a bitch on his ass, I'm going to be nice, which is not my best personality trait. No. Nice is not good on me. Because it's not genuine. Yeah. <laughs> nice is like the most evil I can become. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want that. No, that's that's really cool that you guys work together. Like I, because you, you started the process of breaking up with um, your ex when the, around the same time that I was breaking up with my like last proper, like long-term boyfriend. Yeah. And, and it was a long process, that it, breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Your breakup was an extremely long process. My breakup was also quite a long process. Um and you know, really. I want shiny lips too. You what want? No, you want some lip balm. She, she looks like a porn star, and I'm here with. I do not look like a. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put it on, baby. Put it on. Oh um, yeah, it feels so good. Moisture. Oh. Um, oh, what these lips will do now? <laughs> Just laugh. <laughs> That's what they should do. I um, but with my ex that uh, took a long time to break out with him, it was uh, yeah, like there was you know we we like it was just stretched out like there was still very good sex and then yeah. it was this was um in 2018 and it wasn't until yeah it wasn't until like March 29th April 2019 that I was like I'm not even going to speak to you anymore because you're still my emotional support and I rely on that too much and I need to move I on. need to move on because this relationship doesn't doesn't serve me yeah. and it, there's so much pain and there's not it doesn't it doesn't even though I love you and I you know um but then yeah and that was like April 2019 and then like we would still I think we caught up maybe twice just to see each other physically like to see how we're going as friends and then we were going to catch up uh I think in uh 20 2020 maybe it was this year we we're gonna catch up and then right before i was like yeah no i'm, I'm good like maybe i can see him and then right before uh, like two hours before we were supposed to meet up at his work i was going to his work it was going to be easy for him he was like oh by the I way i was my, making it easy for him by the way my new girlfriend uh is, is coming us. and i was like all right not today and then he was like i was like all right yeah no i can't do this and then he messaged like oh yeah but what about another day and i was just like I didn't say no. anything to him. I was just like, fuck you, man. Like, I'm not, you You know, I wanted to catch up with you. I'm, this is not a place for your girlfriend to feel comfortable with. Like, there's nothing going on between us. We've had, like, we have conversations this every three months. This is what I mean about, months. like, how do these relationships um, forget 
that the one-on-one is important you know as much as Mm -hmm. we're no longer dating or this like there's there's certain things that i don't want to have conversations in front of a third person absolutely and not and it makes it more awkward because i do know intimate things about you exactly and so i'm put in a situation where i'm trying to be respectful to a total stranger yeah but i have this experience with you exactly that i want mm-hmm. to enjoy with you and i want to be Which able if to anything, relate if anything if to. this total stranger was smart she'd be asking me for advice on how to get you off because i know how to do that totally but also if the stranger <laughs> was smart she would go oh maybe maybe i will like come later or, or like or say um, i'll say hello and i'm out you know, yeah, I, if like, you're curious, if you're that curious that you want to meet the exes, yes, I'm not fine. But like to sit there and have a like a weird, awkward, non conversation because you can't really. And yeah, and you remember from, that? Uh, t- oh, do you remember uh, exactly? And the thing is, like, I'd be open to like, n- you know what? I I honestly with this ex, I would only really be comfortable meeting up and let, getting to know his new partner once I'm in a comparable dis, like position, when I have a new partner. Yeah. You know, then I'd be well, like, Well, that's okay. a foursome. But, I mean, no, yes. like, it's, it's just like the both but partners can talk. Exactly. They can talk about each other. They can they can even, you know, whatever. But that makes, yeah, it's weird to be a third wheel in a situation you were the first wheel in. Exactly. And just to, to, to it was just like, ugh, just another classic move from him to that shows a total lack of awareness of, how it like how his actions make other people feel, or particularly me, like or even his, the girlfriend. This fucking regard, I reckon. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? If who knows? she's the one that wanted to see, or he's like, oh, come meet my ex but, that I talk about so much. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, he was, <laughs> he was. Yeah, but he was like, we were talking through the lock, like through the pandemic, like once every three months we would have a long conversation and it was really nice. But you know, the, the last long conversation we had, he was like <laughs> complaining about like stopping smoking weed and how hard it is and i was sober for that entire year and he was um he was saying you know like like you know weed just just made me too flexible you know too it just flexible. made me and i was like oh is that what you'd call it was that what you'd call like arriving to my birthday party after you know it's five hours late is that what or how you'd about call? not arriving at all yeah. remember that one like all the times where he would just fucking flake and it's like you mother and now you're complaining to me talk, telling me how weed is affecting your new relationship and you're wanting to talk to me about this and it's like Fuck, you're triggering your fucking girlfriend. Also, you're triggering all the times that you pissed me off while we dated. Absolutely. You're like literally reminding me of the reasons we broke up. Yeah. And, and, you're, and, and yeah. you're talking about it like it's a new, it's a revelation. Well, I mean, alcoholism is a problem here in Berlin for sure. Massive. Massive. Which is one of the reasons I really get mad when people give a free drink at the door. Mm. I just, I just hate it. I mm. hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I think it. it should be a free beverage. It doesn't have to be. Well, they give you a free shot, you know, like. Oh, you, oh, you mean free shots? I'm talking about yeah, the free no, shots. Yeah, no, I don't like free I, shots. I find it like we're already in, in such an alcoholic environment, mm-hmm. and I'm not telling people not to drink, but just giving them that free shot is just, oh, and, it, mm-hmm. and I have had problems with lovers that drank too much and they mm-hmm. prefer being at the bar than coming home and then like getting mm-hmm. them out of the bar is like a two-hour process oh, by the time it's done i'm exhausted i'm pissed i'm i'm just dude. miserable i can't do that i can't this this guy that i was seeing and then i leave without them and they're like you're being sensitive and i'm like am i being sensitive like i'm not interested in chilling at a bar where we're the 
there's just nothing happening. There's nothing happening. Nothing it's is stimulating me. You're just no you're just one is having a good conversation with me. You're just annihilating yourself because you because this is what you want to do. I'd rather drink at home with a movie. Oh, I would rather. Ugh, there's a million things I'd rather do than like go. But like, there's a there's a point where it's like, okay, we've had a few drinks. It's been fun. Yeah. But then to continue pushing that, like there was this guy that I was seeing in the middle of the year, middle of the year, and it became very clear that he had serious drug dependency issues. Like you can, you can be a social person and go out for drinks and then have another drink. But he would have like three beers. Like he would just non, like there would never be a break in the drinking and yeah. then it would be more drinking and there would be some, some like uh spady beers on the way. And then it would like, Oh, this place is open too. And it's like, what's the purpose right now? Yeah, yeah. We've had a nice night. Why yeah. do we need to have 10 drinks? Yeah. When are we going home and fucking, Oh, when you're, passing out when you're passing out or or, or you want to get when coke I, now when you want to get take coke off your now. shoes because mm. you can't even de- disrobe yourself because you're so drunk and then usually the the behavior that comes out after the first sloppy. six drinks it's sloppy it's it's just it's it's there's a lack that they, they they're it's like they're drinking and consuming to uh avoid self-awareness and just to no. remove responsibility and that's how they're having fun yeah I mean, I've, I'm not, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I try to be, uh, but like, Me neither. I, I do know like when I'm super depressed about something or bothered where I'm like, I call a girlfriend over like, Hey, Cheka was one that I loved having oh, drinks with Kate. because it was like, I was like, girl, I am furious. I need this. And we would sit at the Shpetti and have like five bottles of the oh. cheapest champagne. That, what is it called? Rotkäppchen. Yeah. Rotkäppchen. And and it hurt. It hurt the next day. The headache was mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't trying to interact with other friends that couldn't handle that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to like go to a bar and just spend money and meet people and like blabber off. I had my very secluded little yes. group. I was like, yes. we're talking about this asshole and maybe we're going to burn his shirt and do a witchy spell about it oh, yes. to like release this energy. But we're going to yes. be drunk. Yes. You know, and it was very selected. But that's a different thing. That's a safe space to do something that feels like wild and, and um, yeah, to do something that's liberating and liberating, liberating for exactly. these emotions without like, no, I'm not, I am numbing them because of the alcohol, but I'm also releasing them. Exactly. You're, you're like, I'm numbing there's, something. There's like, there's numbing something, but you're also uh, ex- feel like you're being able to communicate them whilst you've got a lightness about them because there's the spirit of, you know, the spirits, the spirits, the spirits. The spirits. And then I'm burning his shirt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I uh, I've never burnt anything from a lover. Uh, yeah, nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Time to start. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I I feel yeah. I don't know. Buddhism is really I yeah. I'm feeling very. I'm like looking at my apartment and I'm trying. Like I had a few thoughts this week of like, when is this place gonna be? like a place of sadness. Like, when am I going to feel this? In the this? middle of winter when it's all snow out there. You know, like, when am I, when is this going to be like a space of, yeah, because I really, I haven't felt depressed and sad and like touching wood and, but I'm also, you know, resourced and whatever, but also, it's this like. Is very new. It also, it is. You know what is going to get I've been here two months. <laughs> she lives in the fucking ghetto. <laughs> I do live in a ghetto. This is like, what is it? Blade Runner met like low production value. Yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know, like those, those housing estates in Italy or in England. Yeah, in yeah. The this 70s. is like Roosevelt Island. <laughs> Have you I don't been? know that reference. It's that but... little tiny island between uh, Manhattan and Brook and Queens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's got the same type of structure buildings and mm-hmm. it's got a huge hospital. So it's wheelchair accessible. 
Um, and the tram takes you from Manhattan to the island. Okay. A tram, so. Nice. Yeah. You get a little... Like it's it's a like river, really secluded river? weird island, um, mm-hmm. up, and that's what up my, on the on the upper side. The whole building complex. Uh, yeah, I, I I love it. I love how it's quite special. I mean, it is definitely it is. it's definitely like ooh wow. In the eighties, this is where the poor people lived. Yes. But now it's yes. twenty twenty one, and it's not where the poor people live. It's where the people who have access to this huge park live. Yeah, there's like a whole canal right yeah. there in Parkland. It's really beautiful. But, um, but, but yeah, no, no, like, I, I suppose I'm in such a nice space right now. Like, I'm not always fucking happy, you know, obviously not. But I haven't felt that real, like, <gasps> heartbreak. I haven't felt heartbreak. Yeah, well, you're recovering for, I'm, from I'm it. I'm still recovering, that's, okay. that's why. But also, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a really great safe space. I mean, it's like a beautiful little incubator for you. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, and I'm building it, I don't think building you'll, it all up. I think you'll go through heartbreak, but it won't be from here. It'll be yeah. from something outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is my new little nest. Yeah, my I think it needs, like, refuge. colors on the wall. Stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang some plants uh, from the balcony door like Maybe this like this here. can be a color and then yeah I've just bought some cupboards and stuff so they're gonna go up there but anyway I'm building I'm building this stuff I started putting together furniture hopefully by the end of this week I will have a kitchen that it doesn't just have a ladder where I'm stacking a food. ladder that goes nowhere yeah people love to say that I never, I never find it that exceptional but it is I guess it is gonna, a ladder that goes nowhere yeah 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 I'm gonna use that for I mean my it's not a shelf bed. even though you're using it as a shelf it's a great shelf <laughs> <laughs> everything's like balancing like oh <laughs> gotta be on the center <laughs> don't knock the ladder okay? that's, the, that's the main thing everything's balancing uh, so uh, is there anything else anything that's been on your mind adults only sexual filthy whatever that you might want to I'm just also thinking in my mind as well what might be there my you... solo show <laughs> it's adults only filthy <laughs> promote baby promote <laughs> Oh, what's on my mind? Well, I just got it. No, no, when's your solo show? Oh, my solo show is on October 29th. At the wall? At the wall. Mm -hmm. It's called Align, Mm -hmm. as you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm working with a lot of uh, things there. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to go solo from now on. Maybe have an opening act and just do whatever spots I can get around. Great. But uh, I think I'm at a point now where I need to keep working on hours. And, you know, take it somewhere else. Tour with it. Enjoy the possibilities of life. It's good to be alone. Yes. I mean, a line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is nice to be alone. And, you know, and yeah, on like with work and stuff. And also, you know. I mean, I love team. I love I love doing things mm-hmm. with other people. But I prefer I've just not gotten to, to a place. <laughs> I'm a very, I'm, I come from a big family. I come from like, you know, I like, I like group projects. But they don't tend to work out long term. I don't like group projects. Yeah. I, I really resist. Yeah. Like I've. I like collaborations. Long. But I think maybe now it's going to be like three people and you each have your own time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like it's as close as I can get to a collaboration. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm in an, an, a theater ensemble piece, that's great. That's I love a different, that shit, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. different. That's I don't totally think comedians different. are made for collaborating too much. Yeah. There's too yeah. much, like... We're actually starting... A, I'm starting a new show with Ori. Um... <laughs> on Mondays at this really cute little um, bar in, in Friedrichshain. Um, what bar? Uh, Hermann, uh, Hermann Schultz. Mm, I um, think I've been there. Yeah, it's where uh, Bruno Mazzini's new show uh, with uh, Heshat is. Um, it's called Sorry Not Sorry. That's on Wednesdays. So I guess co-hosted there last week. And yeah, Bruno is my little, my little. He's not little. Love Bruno. He's, uh, he's not he's my... He's little. He's, he's young. He's young. He's young. He's taller than me though, but he's yeah. Um, he's my. He's, he's got style. He's got charisma. Dude, he's he's, he's he's got growth potential. He's got real yeah. He's got oh. real potential. Um, 
Anyway, he's running a show there. And then, so uh, Ori and I are starting a show on Monday nights because there's a few stuff, on, a few things on Monday. Um, we're starting a show. I'm going to put up the event this week, but it's called, uh, it's going to be uh, more professional comedians, like experienced comedians talking out joke premises and like riffing. And then uh, also with some input from the audience um, and Bruno will be in the audience also sometimes inputting, getting like managing the audience's input. And then at the end, we'll probably do, um, we'll all do like a short set where we insert one of our new bits into well, that's a cool. set. So it's good for developing pieces. That's yeah. Like, that sounds very cool. Yeah. 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 So you're very, yeah, I'm very down. much invited. Book me. <laughs> well, it's a donation show uh, that we split between all of us. But fine. Um, it's totally fine. Yeah. I'm interested. So Inside Jokes is what it's going to be called. I like it. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Why did I bring that up? Uh, no idea. Uh, oh, because you asked me for something dirty and I talked about my solo show. And so we yeah. And then you talked shows. about working with people. Yeah. And yeah. And so this is like the first time I'm going to be yeah collaborating with Ori. Christoph and I work together for Punch Up. But otherwise I'm and, and I'm also starting a new show with um, Shahak. We're starting two shows. Uh, one is The Matchmakers, which is the comedy dating show. I want to be on that. Yes, you're yeah. going to be on that. We would love you for the next yeah, next yeah. month. Um, and then we're also starting another one. We're just confirming the venue. So like, I'm starting to collaborate more with people and work together. But it takes me a long time. I've been burnt in business quite badly. So it takes me a long time to trust someone. Oh, I know. Like a really long time. I know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so like, you know, with, with Ori, it's very new. So let's see how it goes. I think it's kind of, I know I've known him for a long time, but Shahak and I. Shahak is a great person to work with from yeah. what I've noticed. He's a little bit socially awkward, but he's such a genuine soul to what his awkwardness is. Yeah. He is. Uh, he's I really appreciate... authentic with that. Yeah. Yes. He's very authentic <laughs> with that. I appreciate him. I've gotten to know him slowly and I really yeah. appreciate him. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I'll be like I, I yeah, Shahak's a good friend. I would call him. He'd be like, "You don't know me, Anna," and I'll be like, "Okay, um. <laughs> sure." Do you know you? Yeah. <laughs> How about that question, Shahak? <laughs> uh, but for anyone who's listening, also we're doing. Um, this is the plug time. We're also do I'm doing a live recording of Adults Only Comedy Berlin on the 24th of October at 10:30 p.m. at the Comedy Cafe Berlin. Did I already say what? that? Who's on that? Um, I've got me? I've got Shahak coming. And me? Well, if it's the thing is, if I... They have enough uh, audio. I'm looking at my calendar Look right at now. Look at you. You pulled out a calendar straight away. Bitch, I better be on that. Um, <laughs> well, it's just the thing is, my podcast is always one other guest. Am I on your thing called Grindhouse? On the 24th? Yeah, that's at 6, that's at 6 p.m. All right, well then... Oh, it's on Sunday. Correcto. Oh, you've got okay. slips, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Never mind. But the thing is, um, Dan Stern, who's organizing. I Podfest. love Dan Stern. Yeah. So Podfest is a is a festival running with uh, live recordings of podcasts, um, with audiences as well as with like workshops and things like this. Uh, that's running from I think the the twenty third to the like twenty second maybe to the twenty fourth of October. That's cool. And so um, yeah, so it's cool that he put me on the ten thirty p.m. slot on Sunday. Very appropriate. That's awesome. But he was like, "Don't you want to oh, have 10 a ten thirty p.m." Mm. I'll be there. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so the I'm bringing my own microphone and my own amp. I'll just be on the audience. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. And maybe you could do that. Um, but the thing is, Dan was like, I thought you're going to have more of a panel thing. And I was like, yeah, he likes that. That's but I was like, honestly, that's not how I run my podcast because the way I am socially is that when there are more than uh, two other people, I shut up. 
I tend to sit, sit back, moderate, and I am less, uh, I lean less in and I... Maybe that's a challenge for you that you should tackle on a, on a plate because you're not trying to make that your new thing, but... No, it's true. Like, and that's also, it connects also to this, um, this inside jokes thing with Ori. It's like, okay, I'm going to be on a panel with three, like three other comedians, but I'm not hosting. But when I host, I, I definitely have this mental um, preoccupation with uh, maintaining flow and um, coherence. And so I'm less likely, like I, I also just feel like I'm hosting. So I feel less comfortable pushing myself into the space. <laughs> so I said that to Dan, but um if you're free, then I'll let me psychologically yeah, let me know. prepare. Yeah, let me know. Because it's good. also going to be an opportunity for uh, Shahak to work through more sex and dating stuff before our yeah. the matchmakers show on the thirtieth. That's great. Yes, that's great. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I uh, recently bought a new harness, a leather strap-on harness. Does it? What does it do? It is for fashion, uh-huh. and it is also for function, mm-hmm. which means that I can use different dildo extensions mm-hmm. into the strap so the, for the dildos the dildos might, like slip into a slot or they a, slip into a ring a ring mm-hmm. that holds them in place mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> i know how these things yeah work. sure <laughs> and then slot, i love know? it so much i got it in uh, i got it because i was you know designing it in uh, to use with someone mm-hmm. and then uh, they ghosted me <laughs> and then um <laughs> I love it so much. I had it custom designed oh, from uh, Hottie to Paris. And mm. uh, rec- uh, today I'm actually going to collect the the top harness for my mm. breast. Because I feel like it has to be like a matching outfit since I like kinky mm. matching outfits. Naturally. Which reminds me of a friend um, who recently messaged me before a kinky party. And mm-hmm. he was like, hey, do you know where I can buy cheap kinky clothing? And I was like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Like, I get all my shit custom made. <laughs> the fuck? And then he was like, I don't understand. You're like, you know, I'm an artist too. I'm a comedian. I should be able to like just wear a hoodie. I feel like I, I know like, who this is already. And I was like, why would you think that going to a kink party in a hoodie and jeans is okay? It already sucks that you do that on stage as a comedian. Like, yes. you, like fucking dress up. Right? Dress up. I've started doing that. I don't. I mean, I always, I always, I overdress. But, but like I've started really doing it more and, then, and uh, people are like, oh, you look really fresh, Anna. I'm like, it's because it, I put makeup on. Also, like you're on there. It's just it's just part like you don't you don't you're wor- performing. The office is the same way you go to office, you wear a suit or whatever totally. you go to the, you know, like totally. your stage is a stage, you know, totally. and, and it's fine if you're at an open mic and you're dressed down. But if you're at a showcase and you look like Joe Schmuck that just got off a oh, bus, dude. you're a fucking douche. Dude. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> With so you. And then I told this guy, you know, it's like. I was like, be creative. Go to Baumhaus and make yourself an outfit. Yeah. Like, get fucking chains for whatever. Like, do I really have to walk you through this? I'm going to start charging you per text message. I feel like I know exactly who this is. I, Yeah, people who ask and ask and ask and ask things. It's like, who, who do you think? I, well, play me. There's, there's a thing. I'm a professional sex worker. I worked as a dominatrix. I mm-hmm. value the kink scene. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for your bullshit and also you're probably jerking off to me while you ask these stupid questions because i know how brains work mm-hmm. yeah so you're picking up the top part today i am and it's so sexy <laughs> oh my god it's like it's like a leather chanel necklace that like drips across your chest oh my god it's that sounds so incredible beautiful i um yeah i've still never pegged anyone i'm not putting it out there that i want to like <laughs> Look, I'm, sorry. I'm open to it, but it really needs to, you know, I've, I've mentioned it before in other recordings. Look, I'd rather fuck your butt than you fuck my ass. 
I'm not into not anal my, play for myself. That's not my. Position I used to be. I had, I had great anal sex in my life, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It like no. Now I'm like just if you can't get my pussy off, don't even come near my asshole. Okay, for me. Oh my god! Before it looks. Uh, Liliana's just showing me the photo. Yes, you posted that somewhere yeah, on it Instagram. Looks great. Yeah. I love it. I think for me, um, it's it, it's always like everything. It always depends on who you're with. Oh yeah. Right? If you can, so, if you can, if you can get in my brain and get my fluids and all that going in that, then it'll happen. Dude, exactly. But a lot of times, men that I've witnessed, they just try too early to get in the asshole, and it's like, why? Yeah. You haven't even given me a pussy orgasm. I agree with this, but at the same time, some people, it's like, uh, this is this this is the dynamic that works somehow. With other people, I'm like, what are you doing? No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. make me come from, I from mean, my, my G spot. My first time in my ass was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but nobody's been that good since. <laughs> like, was... I've had some very, very good anal sex. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, but it's absolutely not like, it's so dependent on the person. Just like it depends on the person if they, you know, if, if slapping or you oh, know, any God. of those other things Don't come into it. Or that. if, even if like, I, I you know, I, like, I this, like blowjobs, I but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to with that person. Because they don't even check and they're like spanking. Oh, totally. No, I don't understand how people confuse my but for my face like oh, if dude. you're spanking my ass like my butt cheeks which is delicious and i love it i've got that yeah yeah i, I was raised with that like I, that's definitely one of my things sure over the knee spanking oh i can i can jizz on that yeah but then all yes. of a sudden you go from spanking my ass to slapping my face i'm like whoa how did this how did this how did you cross this and line I, to- I totally agree i did however have a, a situation recently where it just flowed and a slap to the face was just perfect. Like, but the thing is, it's so I, dependent. I react immediately with slapping your face. Yeah, this was like, it was really within a whole like submission yeah, dominant yeah. thing. And it just kind of worked in and it was exactly in that moment. Somehow it was just exactly yeah. what I, and it kind of, it fitted the context of what we were doing. Was there explicit consent asked? No, but there but no, was but like, you were, but there was a context. That's also part of the thing. If you're in a, in a S&M dynamic where you're pushing a boundary. Yeah. And if that was what that happened. He pushed yeah. a boundary and you reacted well to it. Yeah. I have had that yes. happen where they slap my face and I slap them back and they're like, why'd you hit my face? And I'm like, why'd you hit why'd my you? face? Yeah, yeah, they're no, like, no. I thought you liked it. I'm like, well, I obviously don't. Mm. So if you do you that, know. I'm going to do it back. And, and I have had moments where in safe, sane and consensual play, mm-hmm. I have had my face slapped and I discuss it beforehand. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, you can, smack, you can slap my face one time. Yeah. Throughout the play scene. Yeah. But if it becomes a repetitive thing, Enough. I'm going to flip out on you. Yes. And when I get out of these ropes, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> I've had uh, the whole like slap you back thing. Also like, yeah, one of the, one of the very first times someone tried to choke me during sex. That's I'm... another thing people think is like super like, oh, it's just normal. No, it's not, no. man. Breath play is very, very dangerous and totally. has to be done well and talked about. Totally. And when this guy started doing it to me, I just immediately did it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, no, dude. Like, like yeah. you press, I press. Exactly. Like, what do you like? No. And clearly like, and there, there have been people where a bit of that has come into, into it. And it's like with this person, okay. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, like, but that depends on the trust level. Like, totally. That's why I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I was out of kink for a while in the sense that the two partners that mm-hmm. I had were not, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, once I get back into it, I'm like, Ooh, Little danger, little safety, little danger, little safety. Yeah, and it's yeah, exciting yeah. and I love it. And when you have the right play partner, yes. you do because of the trust. But like mm-hmm. if I'm in a play scene and all of a sudden you take out a knife and we didn't talk about knives, 
boom, that oh, trust is gone. Totally gone. Exactly. Totally so like gone. these things are boundaries that, okay, you pushed a boundary. I said, no, you put the knife away. I need a little moment of like recatching my breath and mm-hmm. where my imagination might have gone. Mm-hmm. And we and we continue. But mm-hmm. if you then make fun of me like, oh, well, what's the big deal? Then oh, we're dude. never going to play again. Ever. We're never going to play again because you just never. dismissed something that created a reaction in me that was not safe, sane, and consensual, that was not yeah. m- getting my pussy juices flowing, that it actually yeah. dried everything up. Absolutely. Like th- and then th- I'm thinking about like survival skills and like, how do I get out of oh, this? Oh, totally. It was like, like, so like, how, how, am I, how am I feeling sexy anymore? Yeah, absolutely. You're not. You're, you're all of a sudden you're being put in this... Uh, you're just like, this is my... You're a you prey, you know? Yeah. You're a prey. But, um, th- Which th- people play with as well. Mm, yeah. But e- and that's Discussions. Fine. But that brings me back to that, that second incident of, um, of consent issue that I had this year. It's like, uh, yeah, as soon as, so this, this, this guy was, I, I had basically said, I'm tired, I'm tired, I don't want to, no, 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 I don't have the energy to have sex again in the morning. And then he was on top of me trying to pull my legs open. Ugh. And then he was like, you're stronger than I thought. And then I was and like. And they say that like jokingly, like, like, like that's supposed to make me just, oh, open my legs. Oh, you realize I'm strong. Let me what? open my legs. No, it's like you're forcibly like, trying to yeah, fuck me like, right now when I'm giving you all the physical and verbal signals except for explicitly saying, no, I've said I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I don't, I don't, I don't want, want this to. right now. And then, and then when, uh, when I eventually finally push this huge body off me, he's then like, well, at least will you make me a coffee? And I say, no. no. And then he says, bitch. And it's like, you've lost, I've lost yes, every bit of I trust am in a you. Bitch. I am a bitch. Get the fuck out of my house, you pathetic piece of shit. Like, how, how, on how many levels do you have to not respect my will? Or my, my soul, or yeah. my body, or yeah. the fact that you're in my home and yeah. these are my rules. Oh my god! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Well, the the guy with the hot sauce that was funny because he I tried to explain and then I realized I was explaining to somebody who's basic who has no idea about consent who has no idea about kink. Yeah. And I was like, this person just doesn't get it. Yeah. Like the the conversation is going in circles and I don't need to be his teacher. I don't have it in me to teach you because you, know. you already offended me yes. and bothered me. And then I, I you know a few days later he continues to message me and he's like you know. Do I treat you so badly? I'm like, look, it's not even about you anymore. Oh my God. And I was like, it's not about you. It's about me and how I like to be treated yes. by the people around me. And yes. he's like, what does that mean? I'm like, don't worry about it. Oh my God. And it's one of the, the you're no longer a person that's going to be treating me in any way. Exactly. And then they make it about themselves. Yeah. Oh and he, and then he continues like, really? What did I do? I'm like, this conversation's over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, I'm not your teacher. You're no. too old. Yeah. For me to have to teach you this. And obviously you're not learning because you're not listening. Yeah. If you don't understand that you violated a boundary mm-hmm. and you can't say, wow, that was a huge mistake. I see how I was wrong. Beg me for I'm, forgiveness. I'm, I'm really not make sorry. fun of me and call me oh sensitive God. or overreactive. Uh, all of those things. Literally just... beg me for oh. forgiveness. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, yeah, and when this guy, when I told this, when I told this guy about what happened, uh, he had no idea. He was like, oh, I was like, yeah, you, you forcing yourself on me. Yeah. You were not respecting my will. This is what date rape is. Uh, Yeah. And and you know what he said? They're like, oh, I didn't, what, uh, but you did not, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, well, this is going to change how I am with women. Good. And I was like, good. And then he apologized, but it was just, it's and, too then he, late. and then he just went all quiet and became super awkward. And it was like, 
But he was he's already all quiet and awkward. Oh, dude, let's I be know. That's not, yeah, like, that's not like that's not that's not a change. Let's let's, <laughs> let's not go into anyone's details because um, <laughs> I don't want to name it. But I think also him. this is another thing that, that uh talking about safe sex and talking about periods and menopause and things mm-hmm. that women women who identify as women have been shamed about for so long. Um, if I had known as a teenager that I could fuck a boy and then the next time they tried to fuck me, I could have said no. And instead of feeling like, well, we already did it. Now we have to do it every time. Yeah. Because nobody said to me that my consent can change day mm-hmm. by day, mm-hmm. you know? And, mm-hmm. and this is something that we don't tell teenagers. No. Like, I wish somebody had been like, you know, you sucked his dick yesterday in the back of the bus, but you don't got to do shit for him today. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're not a slut and you're not this and you're not that. And if you want to do it tomorrow, then go for it. Yeah. Yeah. The, you're not a slut. The thing is like a slut, you know, it's like you can have as much sex and stuff as you want and it doesn't change your value. We used to be sacred hordes. We used to be like women were idealized for their sexuality Mm -hmm. and healing purposes Mm -hmm. through like, this is when there were temples to Mm -hmm. sex, you know, Mm -hmm. and now we're sluts. Now look, I'm I now I, I, I call out to uh, the stripper collective with their T-shirt "Sluts Against the Machine." Love you. Oh, that's great. I like yeah. <laughs> Buy I, a T-shirt. I own the word. You know, I like we reclaim it, right? Like I I don't have a problem with the word "slut." Like I don't slut, have a problem with yeah. it either. Bitch, so, cunt, slut. Yep, that's me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm also a just, goddess, bitch, cunt, slut. That's it, baby. <laughs> but that's the thing. What we're doing with comedy and like I've, I did a new bit last night that's working nicely and just really putting pushing this like sexually um sexually self-accepting and you know adventurous and free female energy and presence it's like yeah fuck you my ex-housemates for for thinking i'm just like not an activist because yeah i didn't go to a march and i even explained that i'm like my activism like i you know politics ugh you know, protests. Ugh, I used to be super political, but this is what I'm doing on the stage. I'm pushing. You're being political on stage. Of course I'm being political. Yeah. And I mean, I appreciate people that go to marches all the time. I think it's great. Sure. Uh, I also appreciate people who donate money online. I also sure. appreciate people who sign petitions. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell people that they're not something because they're not doing it the way you're doing it. Totally. Totally. And just because you're not. Yeah. And, uh, and again, not, comedy yeah. is an art form that many people just don't respect anymore. People don't respect comedy. They're like, oh, you just made they, a joke that like talks about racial stuff. So now you're being like racially. And it's like, I mean, they, they respect politicians more, but they treat comedians like they have the weight of a politician on them. Yeah, right. And politicians are saying some terrible shit. Mm-hmm. But they don't get canceled. No, they get raises. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. All right. Let's, yeah. um, let's, uh. Well, I'm excited about your new strap-on harness. That's so cool. One day I would like to... It needs to be in the right setting. I think I'd like... Yeah. I mean, it's just nice to wear a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't done it. It's great to, like, have a huge dick... Having swing in between your legs with my um with my new character uh which you may have heard you heard oh, yeah i heard yeah, you were heard doing about it man yeah i'm thinking about getting maybe a, a strap on they sell these like pants. flappy ones too that just kind of like Flop. dangle there dangle yeah i think i probably want a harness and then i can put an actual dildo in there and then i like my pants i look like that and I, the feeling of actually having a penis yeah that's what i mean it's a great feeling make me um it's like wearing high heels but not yeah make me <laughs> even more of an asshole yeah oh my god okay cool well any last things mm, remember to brush your teeth after you have a dick in your mouth at some point you, know? <laughs> you can let that baste you know for a while <laughs>
to sit on someone's face. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. Isn't it funny how, okay, last thing, like, I don't know. There are some people who's like smell, like I know Mm. how much I'm into someone, but I've realized how much I'm into someone by two things. How much I love their smell on me afterwards. Like if I'm like, if that turns Mm. me on, it's like I get home and then I'm like, I need to touch myself. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna shower. <laughs> yeah, like and like really get into it. Deep or... breath. <laughs> and then the other sign that I'm really into someone is that I start just thinking about their ex, like their most recent ex, and I start thinking about what the problems were and huh, what. That's a bit obsessive. <laughs> but it's like I'm not thinking about the person. I'm thinking just about the ex. <laughs> That's interesting. That's very weird. It is weird. Yeah, that's, huh? that's quite weird. That's I think like, that's a very like old school monogamous maybe it's like a weird competitive, territorial yeah, yeah, yeah. competitive thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If more women united. <laughs> totally, totally. But it's more like I just start I, I I start questioning what went wrong and so then what what is this person looking for? Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. Yeah. We'll just just call the ex up and get the pointers. I don't know them usually. They <laughs> but you usually, can. I'm, I'm sure you're a good stalker. I'm not no I don't. I don't stalk at all. Hmm, but if you did, you'd be good at it. Yes, I used to I used to, <laughs> I used to, I used to get paid for it. I used to I worked in fraud investigations, so oh, I had to Oh yeah, you'd be good yeah, at yeah, it. I'd be good at it. Absolutely. But I, I don't like to And the thing is like I'm not even thinking about that person that much. I'm just like, hmm, oh, yeah. I wonder what that person was like and how that yeah. connects with them and and it's not like it's not obsessive. It'll just be like I notice that I think about that ex more yeah, than more I'm even than thinking the man, about the, the person. person themselves that you're like banging. I'm such a yeah. like It's interesting. Yeah, alpha like trying to compete with Yeah, uh, it's definitely yeah. competitive. Mm. all right cool well check out your instagram my instagram uh freudian slip club Mm -hmm. that's the one or my website i prefer that you follow me on my website that'd be awesome since i'm not really great at social media but i'm getting better at my website i enjoy it more i need to go Uh, also uh yeah my solo show is on october 29th align Mm -hmm. and i will have a espanol comedy night on october 30th Mm -hmm. which is la llorona La Llorona. Um, and that's with Chiki, uh, Chiki Love from the Strippers Collective mm-hmm. and Paulina Lara Franco, mm-hmm. uh, actress. And we have a, a, a special guest all the way from Spain. So mm-hmm. check us out. It's going to be fucking amazing. Um, and then that night afterwards, I'll be going to a secret party with my dead ex. Because it's his birthday and the that's night we met. super cool. Yeah. So secret party with I'm going to ex. a secret, sacred party with my dead ex. I'm going to dress up to the nines. Oh. And uh, and go on a date with my dead ex. I love that. I gotta celebrate his life. Yeah, even totally, though he's dead. Totally. I've started with my joke about my my, my bits about my dead ex. Uh, at the end, I get everyone to applaud. Yay! For my dead ex, and that that really. I think we keep them alive. For me, it's really yeah. important. I've always done something for him on Halloween, and uh, this year I'm not gonna do a big project like I've done. Like the mm-hmm. last times were like, what is it? Interactive theater pieces. And, oh wow! Yeah, really big. Um, but this year I was like, we met at a party in Brooklyn that was a costume party and I was dressed as Frida, Frida Kahlo and he was a French uh, maid because I love cross-dressers. And, um, yes. and, I, and so I, I, was, I found this event and I was like, I think this is exactly like a nice bringing it full circle. That's perfect. That's perfect. It's beautiful. I, I wasn't that close to my dead ex. And uh, I think this bit really keeps him alive for me. And yeah. he's, he's also a really nice reminder of just like, moderation and uh yeah. self-love so yeah. yeah okay that's been so much fun ah! um all right that has been uh, adults only comedy berlin and uh and we'll see you next time goodbye Thank you. bye